Canela. What's happening, Miami? What's going on? What's going on? Thank you guys for listening today. We're starting off a new week, and I am happy. Firstly, I am happy to inform everyone that we are currently on Apple Podcasts now, as well as Spotify. Yes, you heard that correctly. I bought a smart TV this weekend because my TV was a bit outdated. I opened up Spotify and boom, there it was. It was surreal. I'm not going to lie to you because honestly, I have no idea what has taken these people so long to finally get some good content on their platform. But alas, there I am. And if I am there, so is a miracle. And so are you, my friends. We are now a global phenomenon, which means that some kid in India may turn this thing on one day and say, oh my goodness, I would very much like to try these croquetas and pastelitos this guy is talking about. Hmm. But I digress. I use India as an example because I watched a film today that I will come back to in this podcast. It's a film that I think has a tremendous lesson, and I tried to relay it to my kids as we saw it. But again, more, more on that once we dive into this episode. And if I have time, because uh, as you know, I'm limited on time due to my trusted advisors who want me to keep this short and sweet. So if I can get to it, I'll get to it. If not, I'll get to it on the next one. But man, what a great, uh, what a great lesson. Okay, so wow, what an episode uh, we have today. I don't even know where to start. I spend uh, two days away from this microphone and the world goes to shit. <laughs> That's pretty much what's going on. But have no fear. I am here for the recap to get us all started this Monday morning uh, with a positive state of mind. So first things first, on to sports, we want to get this done real quick. The Marlins hire Kim Ng for general manager. Congratulations to her and to the Miami Marlins. In Masters News, DJ has joined the ranks of the Green Jacket Elite. And no, we're not talking Tiesto here, folks. We're talking Dustin Johnson, who finished up the round at four under and was 20 under for the match. He takes home a rather decent Peloton Leviete of $2 million for the win. Tiger Woods sadly did not place in this tournament. He finished 38th. Remarkably, however, he still fits into all five of his Masters jackets. So, DJ, suck on that a little bit, pendejo. And we're moving on. The Finns continue to roll with Tua at the helm. He completed 60% of his passes, 169 yards with two touchdowns. It's not overly impressive. But he did lead the team to the win, and that is what we need. At this point, it's exciting. And I'm finally watching the Dolphins again. So, The Canes win a thriller against Virginia Tech, 25-24, catapulting them to a 7-1 record this season and keeping us in the top 10 if you are with your best friend and he doesn't have a bruise on his chest from you whacking him after watching that game, then you need a new best friend. I promise you. Manny Diaz apparently has something going on here with the squad. So let's see. Closing out sports as a side note, because it is pretty impressive. Lewis Hamilton has won his unprecedented seventh world title in F1 racing. Yes. We even like F1. So we are a well-rounded group and we are ready to move on to some stuff that's going on in life and in politics. The Trump rally. Let's talk about this Trump rally that happened this weekend. 
thousands upon thousands of Trump supporters descended on Washington, D.C., as well as other cities throughout the United States. And they did this for many reasons, right? Mostly to show support for our president and to remind America that the red, white, and blue is still alive and well. America. They also did this to protest the painfully obvious fraud that is being perpetrated during this election. Now, if my saying that makes some of you uncomfortable, whatever the reason may be, maybe you lack a set, maybe you don't like to be uh, abrasive or get into kind of, you know, difficult discussions, there is definitely some kind of voter fraud going on, right? Something is happening. And um, first, let me make a, a point about the protests themselves. For three and a half, almost four years, I've sat here and I've listened to the intellectuals, the professors, the so-called tolerant left tell me that I'm a deplorable, that I have, if I believe anything outside of what they believe, I'm some kind of ingrate moron who is not fit to even be a part of this world, right? Anything that we believe that is outside what they believe, we're wrong. Like they look down on us. So in a nutshell... Prior to COVID, okay, prior to George Floyd and the knee felt around the world, before all this insanity, does anybody else remember the cops that were doused with water in New York? That was back in July of 2019 when that video went viral. Okay, the news media didn't condemn that. They showed it almost uh, like, well, this is interesting. And I remember seeing that and saying, wow, like, what the hell? What's happening? What's happening in this world? So on March 26, 2019, uh, Mr. Jussie Smollett, all the charges that had been filed against this guy were dropped. Okay. Like, what, what happened there? Does anybody else remember that? That was in 2019. Okay. So this it, this isn't something that that is just because of, you know, what's happening with with George Floyd, the, 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 the craziness that is happening was happening before it, it, there was precursors. Okay. But there wasn't that one event that set everything off. So after the George Floyd incident, well, <clears throat> there were multiple protests, obviously they burned down a police station. Then another one, they burned down some businesses. They threw Molotov cocktails at officers. They hit them with bats on the head. They even took blocks of American cities and they created a, a, an autonomous zone, right? They tore down statues uh, depicting American history, pe uh, people in American history, and they just started doing all kinds of craziness. All of this was done in quote unquote protest. Okay. Millions of dollars in damages. It was a black ex-police chief that was murdered in cold blood. Black businesses were burned to the ground and nobody Okay, not one soul that I can remember on the major media outlets outside of a few key people, maybe on Fox News, who are, thank God, still on the air because they haven't been able to censor them. But nobody, nobody was condemning this. This behavior was like running rampant. Nobody was saying anything. Okay, so instead of like actual unity and cohesion of Americans, um, Michelle Obama says in her Democratic convention speech or whatever, that the violence and the looting is going to get worse if we don't vote for a Democrat. So I took that as a threat. I don't know how you guys heard it, but she's saying that she didn't mean it as a threat, that that if we didn't put the right people in office, people were still going to feel thwarted. It's That's still a threat, dude. That's still a threat, lady, okay? If you tell me that if I don't vote a particular way, you're going to continue to burn down cities, 
then you're threatening me and to hell with you. Simple. It's that simple. So the media constantly asked Trump, oh, will you denounce white supremacy? But they never asked Biden or anybody else, will you denounce the riots and the violence? Why is that? Like, why? Why is it that it's always one-sided? I never saw, and I would turn on CNN, MSNBC, ABC. I never saw any tough questions being asked of Democrat leaders. And when they did, they didn't even ask the question. They just kind of said, oh, Fox News is showing all these burning cities and riots. I guess they thought it was, you know, some kind of dog and pony show that Fox News was burning the, the cities and just finding that area and then filming in front of that area. Never mind, you know, all the looters and the, and the, the CC, uh, the CCTV cameras and all the stuff that was, that was actually captured by people, right? That wasn't Fox news. Anyway, whatever I digress. So there were thousands more examples that I can mention and just drive everybody crazy. But this weekend, thousands of Trump supporters got together. They raised their flags they were in protest of the election and not a single statue was torn down. All the businesses were untouched and unharmed. Um, you know, it wasn't a sea of punks wearing black hoodies and purple hair. It was a bunch of Americans waving the red, white, and blue flag and everybody was cheering and, and they were in unison and nothing happened. Nothing negative happened until, of course, it got dark and then the hoodies came out and then the, you know, purple hair came out. And then the next thing, you know, people were getting stabbed and shot and, you know, people were getting arrested. But until that happened, nothing happened. Everything was, was, was fine. So of course the spin came out and everything was about coronavirus and delusional white supremacists and Trump supporters who can't lose with dignity. Never mind all the scum buckets who came out, said they would leave the country if Trump was Trump was president, and none of them left because they're a bunch of liars. But anyway, and don't get me started on the mama wills like Robert De Niro. So here, here's a guy who played a tough guy so many times on the screen that now he thinks it translates to real life, and he wants to talk real tough about what he would do to Trump and this and that. This guy's just just a piece of work. Anyway, the media turned it into exactly what they always do. They turned it into something that of course wasn't Antifa and the purple haired hoodie guys. It was us, or I would say us. It was all the patriotic Americans that were there <clears throat> and it was their fault and they shouldn't have been there and coronavirus and they have no respect and blah, 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 blah. So here's my question when I see all this, and this is what the point of this podcast is. Where's the police? why is this allowed? There was a video that I posted on my Instagram of, uh, I guess, a Trump supporter, a protester, whatever. He had an American flag. He was getting the shit beat out of him by some Antifa guy. Why? Like, why? He's holding the American flag. I mean, this is, I wouldn't condone it if he was holding the communist flag. I mean, even if it was like the Nazi flag, you shouldn't beat the shit out of him. You know what I mean? Like, that's what freedom of speech is, okay? It's gotten to the point where you cannot hold up an American flag in this town. I have an American flag flying in front of my house. It worries me sometimes. It's like, well, you know, what? What the hell? When, when, If this election gets overturned, what happens, right? I mean, think about that, right? If this election gets overturned, it's going to be a slugfest. This is going to be bad. And why? Because the Trump supporters don't like to lose. Like, we're the ones that are supposed to lose with dignity, if they lose, God help us all. If they find, even if we find hard evidence, which 
If you listen to Sidney Powell and you listen to Rudy Giuliani, they're about to drop a severe nuke. They're going to drop the mother of all bombs on the court system here pretty soon. And it all has to do with this Dominion software. When that happens, what's going to happen to the city? What's going to happen to my city? What's going to happen to your city? What's going to happen? What's going to happen if the left, instead of, I mean, it's it's crazy. Like, think about it. Instead of understanding that real, they just spent four years telling us, or th- what really two years they were investigating, but they said they just spent four years telling us that Trump is an illegitimate president, that the Russians interfered in our election, that basically there was election interference and that they couldn't believe it. And they spent $20 million researching this election interference. Now we have real election interference by real people. We have software that was developed for election tampering in, in, in Venezuela. And that software was used to counter our, our ballots. And what I want to know is who the hell thought that was a good idea? Like, how does that even happen? Right? How does that happen? How how does that happen? That's that you have software. Are these the only software people? Are the we have Apple, we have Google, we have Microsoft. Bill Gates is out there creating viruses and creating freaking uh, 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 all kinds of stuff. Why doesn't he create the damn software to count our ballots? Like why? This is a country that gave him the opportunity to create Microsoft. This is a country that made him into what he is. Why doesn't he? spend some of that trillion dollars that he's worth and create the software that, well, who knows, man, listen, it makes absolutely no sense. But if all that happens, we're in for it. It's going to be crazy. And hopefully, I don't know, man, listen, you can't back down. We got to do it. But I tell you what, it's going to be crazy. So the point of this podcast is to tell you guys that I've been losing a lot of sleep over this, okay? My faith in America, as I'm sure yours, has been shaken. It's been shaken down to the core, okay? Um, I, can't, I can't believe that this is America sometimes. I can't, I can't believe somehow we've gotten so lost that right and wrong doesn't matter. What matters is what party is in office. I can tell you right now, I don't want Trump in office if he cheats. I don't want him in office. If, if if they had proven that somehow there was massive cheating, I wouldn't have wanted them in office. It's the reason why I didn't vote for, for certain candidates in the past. I just didn't like them, and they were Republican. It's not about that, okay? We, I want what's fair and what's just, and in this case, what's best for America. And and I think what's best for America is Donald Trump and, and you know, obviously the, the things that we believe in. But if he cheats to get there, that's unacceptable to me. If you win or you lose, you win or you lose with honor and dignity. And the left has told me for years already that we won with no honor and that now they win with obvious questions and they just want to ram it down my throat and it's it's un, uh, unsatisfactory. But anyway, so as I said, my faith in America has been shaken. I'm sure yours has as well. But listen, when a boxer steps into the ring and he gets his bell rung... His face, his faith, and his face, his faith in himself is also shaken, okay? But in the eternal words of one of the greatest philosophical minds in our generation, Rocky Balboa, it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you hit and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. That is how winning is done. We cannot win if we are shaken. 
and we stop moving forward. It just can't happen. It, it can't. We must move forward. We must fight on. And to quote another boxing great, Muhammad Ali, we must fight on until the last punch that we have left. So the question now is, how do we do that? How do we fight this battle? How do we justify that if there was voter fraud, which seems absolutely evident, but it needs to be proven. And if it is proven, then, you know, where does that leave us? 75 million Americans were on the other side of this fence, guys. 75 million. These are deep, painful questions that we got to ask ourselves. If there was voter fraud and it was perpetrated by people in the United States, then most likely it was perpetrated by other Americans. So if we're supposed to be Americans first, let's remember that Lady Justice has a blindfold over her eyes because she's supposed to be just and fair. But the FBI is complicit in this at many levels in all of this. So how can this be? Do you have any idea how much respect I have for the FBI? I mean, the FBI, in the world of law enforcement, they are the pinnacle the premier organization in the United States. They're the gold standard, at least in my mind and in my heart, they should be the gold standard. They are the ones that follow the law and enforce the law. They're the ones that find the stolen children. They're the ones that fight to make sure that people are safe in this country at the highest level. And then the brass over there is making a mockery of this organization. And uh, like they've been used as a political arm for the Democratic Party. The FBI has. So how do we explain this? How do we as patriotic Americans reconcile this with our innate belief in our country? This country is made up of Americans. So take note of this. If you're listening, take note of this next statement. The only thing that separates an FBI agent from a drug dealer is one thing, the law. The FBI agent is a human. The drug dealer is a human. It's two different circumstances. It's two different people. But the only thing that separates them is the law. If the law is not applied, it's useless. The law is supposed to stand as a guardian of what's right and wrong. It's a beacon of security and strength for order amidst chaos. Like, why do you think I always give shout outs to first responders, to military, to police on here? I'm not perfect. You think I'm perfect or I've never broken a law? Absolutely not. Nobody's perfect. We all mess up sometimes. We all sometimes have to look at ourselves and say, hey, I screwed up. And sometimes we pay a really heavy price for those mistakes. But the difference is that the law has been applied to us. The law is applied as normal citizens. The law should be applied to us. Okay. And the law is being spit on daily in this country. It's illegal to burn down businesses. It's illegal to remove statues. It's illegal to hit cops with bats. It's illegal to loot, steal, damage homes and businesses. It is illegal. It's not legal. And not a goddamn thing happens to these people. And as a side note, our beloved Kamala Mamala Harris donated and supported the, to the organization that was set up to post the bail for the looters. Yes, she did. Look it up. So again, there's the problems. Americans are doing this. They set up the damn organization. It's not Kamala Harris donating to the organization. Other Americans set up the organization. Like, how do we reconcile that? They lobbied to release the people 
that did the harm. Like, either we're going crazy, okay, or like hundreds, even thousands of people like Miss Mamala donated to the GoFundMe to release these people, okay? Americans are the ones that counted the ballots. Emirates, Americans committed voter fraud. So here's the question of the day. Why? Why? Why did they do this? Why? That is a great question. And you're going to have to wait till the next podcast to find out. Thank you for listening. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Pero coño, the look on your face right now was totally worth it. It was totally worth it because you were like in it, in it. You were waiting for me to answer that I didn't say. I was awesome. All right. All right. Let's go back. All right. All right. Listen, <laughs> the, the answer to this question is simple, guys. It's simple. How can an American sit there and flat out just cheat on the election? It's two things. It's two things. Like I said before, for the fir for the last four years, the major news media has been feeding Americans a bunch of garbage that I spoke to you about already. And people, right? Good people, good people in the United States have been told for the last four years that Donald Trump is an illegitimate president, that the Russians helped him get elected, that he's a white supremacist and that he hates all Latinos and that he put families in cages and blah, 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 blah. My friends, if you're listening to this podcast, you probably are in the least somewhat knowledgeable about what's going on and you're aware of politics and you've seen the unveiling and the exposing of today's media <clears throat> and the media machine. You've seen it. You believe in it. Maybe you're not. Maybe you're listening to me for the first time and, you know, if you are, then listen to me. You've been duped, okay? A lot of people have been hoodwinked. They've been duped, deluded into believing that these things are true. And that is the very point that I'm trying to get at. Think about this. A 53-year-old soccer mom is sitting there counting ballots. She loves America. She loves America. She wants a good America for her kids. And she's sitting in Wisconsin or Michigan or whatever, and she's counting ballots. And then all of a sudden, she has a chance to stop this tyrannical, evil, orange villain with golden hair that he likely personally shaved off a unicorn's ball sack. And she will cheat. She will do it. She will tear the ballot up. She'll mark it for, for Biden instead of Trump. She'll erase it. She'll do whatever the hell she's got to do. And she will do this, not because she's a bad person, not because she hates unicorns. She will do this because she believes it to be the right thing to do. Just like millions of good Germans fell to the whims and the delusions of Adolf Hitler after he was appointed the Chancellor of Germany in 1933. He convinced a bunch of people. They did a bunch of horrible things. And, well, you guys know what happened after that. So if you're a Christian, then you will know the story of Jesus on the cross. <clears throat> Forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. I have lost countless hours of sleep over this issue. I promise you I am not lying to you. I have lost countless hours of sleep just thinking about this. I could not reconcile that Americans would turn their backs on the rule of law, on American pride, on justice, and on fairness during the election because I couldn't see it. I could not see what I'm telling you right now, but I see it clearly now. The media, the tech giants, even though I've been told this a thousand times, I couldn't see it until right now. Their information suppression, and we can't forget the tech giants, okay? They suppressed all kinds of information. They're doing it right now. They're trying to keep everything out. Every time you post anything, it's, oh, wow, well, you know, Joe Biden is the president-elect. Let's not forget about that, blah, blah, blah. Listen, let's not forget about these assholes, okay? 
The media and big tech have turned America against itself. We've done it from within, just like Reagan said that would happen. But here's the messed up part. We have to forgive them for they know not what they do. This does not mean we don't fight. It doesn't mean we stand back and let their delusion go untamed or their delusion just get out of control and and we accept that as reality. That cannot happen. It means that at least we can sleep at night and not think that we are the deluded ones. Guys, Donald Trump is not a racist. He's not trying to hurt gays or blacks or immigrants. He's not a bigot. He's not doing any of that crap, okay? Donald Trump is an American president. He loves America. He loves things, all things American. He wants to set this country back up and and get it started in the right direction again because we've been going in the wrong direction. So what I'm telling you guys now is don't fall into the trap. Don't feel embarrassed to embrace this truth any more than Jesus felt embarrassed to forgive the people who nailed him to the cross and drove a fucking lance through his side. Okay? Do not feel embarrassed to forgive. Do not feel embarrassed to believe this truth. There are only two types of people in this world. There are those who take the punches and get back up despite the pain, despite the hurt, despite the despair. They get up and they fight. And then there's those who lay down and they collect the prize money and they go enjoy their lives and they don't give a shit about anybody else. Today, I want you to ask yourself, which one of those am I? That's all I have time for on this episode. I couldn't get to the movie, but I promise you that I will. And I promise you that the next episode is going to be uplifting and special. Okay? Thank you for listening. And uh, I'm going to get to my shout outs right now. Jessica, Elias, and Jerry, thank you for keeping us safe day in and day out. Fire Station 10, Magic City's bravest out there, looking all pimp in their little firefighter gear. Lieutenants Medina and Kelly, firefighters Chino Gonzalez, Manresa, Lama, Roquez, Murilla, Galvin, Marrero, Gonzalez, and Triana. Go get them. And listen, lay off the hard stuff at BT's on the river. Oh, shit. Maybe I shouldn't have said that because the LT's listening. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding, LT. Always go to the one on US1, not the river. <laughs> Rounding it out, a special shout out to LT Jose Fernandez up at Hollywood Fire Station. Listen, Jose, just leave Omar alone, buddy. Let him go. It's not for you. <laughs> Listen, thank you for listening. And as always, Daylight.